Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all, to feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right, so welcome to the show, Laurie Hardacre, first-time author. She had many years of dating experience to help her write this first book. It's called Dating What the Fuck. Welcome to the show, Laurie. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad we were able to connect and get you on here uh, on, a, on a great night here. Uh, I want you to go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself from as far back as you want to go. I don't know if you want to go through all the years of dating right now. We'll go through that as the show progresses. But as far back as you want to go to where you came up with the idea for the book. Um, so I am 49. I'm going to be 50 in March. So, and I'm never married. And my only kids are a dog and a, a dog and a cat at the moment. So, and I'm keeping it that way. So because I've never been married, I've been dating for quite a long, long, long time. And I've always had some crazy dating stories and I would tell friends and family and they're like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. You totally need to write a book. So it's been years and years and years. I've always said, oh, I want to write a book about it. And then I lost my job back when COVID recently started. I was laid off. So I was like, well, now's the time to write it. And the title came to me so quickly. I mean, the, four, the you know, the four words dating, what the fuck basically explains it all. And the title is just so like in your face, straight to the point, very catchy. Um, so that's kind of how I started the whole thing. It took me, you know, a year or even so between like writing the book, formatting it, editing it, creating the website, book cover, getting it up on Amazon. Um, it's definitely a lot more, uh, of an intense process than I ever thought writing a book would be. So, but it, 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 it's done and I'm finishing the audio version of it. And so I will have, I have it in ebook print and audio and um so i'm pretty excited about it everyone who's read it really loves it i've done many many podcasts about it so it's been going well i'm sure you get a lot of questions being 49 and single why have you never been married i'm sure that question comes up a lot how do you my easiest, answer that? yeah my easiest answer is i never found somebody i wanted to marry i've never really been the girl who dreamt of my wedding and the, you know, husband, the kids, the house, the picket fence, the dog. It's never been like something sometimes you hear that women want or that's their goal or they think about their wedding dress and their wedding since they were a little girl. That's never really been me. Um, you know, I was never against marriage and kids and I've had significant relationships and, um, 
I don't know. It's just, it just never happened. I obviously, when I was back in my twenties or even younger, I never thought I would be in this situation. Um, but I mean, I would rather be where I am now compared to a lot of people who are divorced three times, have five kids. You mean I, I dating that's, you know, you hear so many people I have met men through dating they've like been married multiple times with multiple kids and it's just like whew, i'd rather be single never married no kids um compared to their situation any day and it's the, always looking at the glasses half focus you you can come and go as you please you don't have to i mean you have a dog and cat so who i'm sure to want your attention as much as possible as well but you don't have to be there all day with them they can run around the house and do what they have to do when you're not there. Yeah, well, I mean, I was, because I'm not married without kids, I was able to pursue a dream I had of living in an RV and traveling. So back in 2016 of May, I sold my house in like three days, bought an RV, sold everything in the house, packed up my dog. And at that time I had two cats. So I had a drivable RV. I towed my car and I did it for three years straight. I worked full time, seasonal jobs at campgrounds, restaurants, resorts. And I um, did that for three years until July of 2019, decided to make Southwest Florida my home. I am originally from Massachusetts. And then I ended up selling my RV and I now live in an apartment in Fort Myers. So if I was married with kids, I would have never been able to do that. Or afford that. You wouldn't have an apartment there. You have to buy a house, which the prices are pretty high there right now. Oh, yeah. It is a, a seller's market down here in Southwest Florida right now. Definitely with everyone trying to flee all other areas of the country that are not as hospitable, hospitable to them at this point. Yes, so, exactly. And you were a dance instructor for a long time as well. Do you do you still do any uh, part-time dance instructor or is that completely out of the, out of the question? Nope, I, I, I'm not doing it now, but uh, about a year ago, I was still doing it. I teach the littles, the little ones. My favorite age are 18 months through like six or seven. Nice. That's my forte. I did own my own dance studio in the 90s uh, for four years. And I taught littles all the way through adults. I've done traveling dance program where I went to preschools, daycares, recs, YMCAs, and I would teach creative movement, dance, tap, ballet, jazz, you know, there. So it's been in my life a long time. I went to college for it. I have a four-year degree in dance with a minor in theater. Um, and I definitely miss it, but right now it's just not something that I'm doing. Okay. I mean, it was a passion for a while and you still have the passion, just not doing it right now. Right. Uh, we, we all pivot from things. Uh, and you went from doing dance and the RV traveling and working at the campgrounds to writing a book uh, about your dating life over the last uh, few decades. Right. Was there, was there an influence in your life about writing or was that just something you had to get out? Nobody really influenced me. I just was sick of dating. And like I said, people have always told me, oh, my gosh, you're so funny you've got to write this down. And I, and then finally what, because I lost my job due to COVID and basically everyone lost their job due to COVID and there were no jobs to be had. Um, I was like, now's the time, N no more excuses. Let's write it. So you knocked down that wall and uh, you chased the, you chased the target with the book. And like you said, it takes a lot of work to get it out there. 
not just the writing portion, then the formatting, the editing, the picking of the, the cover, and then, of course, getting it onto a, a publishing uh, with, through Amazon or whatever, where you go to get it published. That's a lot of other works that you have to do and patience you have to have while you're doing that. Uh, how did how was that ride for you? Oh, my God. So exhausting. Like, I'm still trying to market my book. And I mean, I have a full website and I designed singles T-shirts to go with it. And I'm trying to build like a whole kind of market around. I do singles events here in Southwest Florida. It's exhausting, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> um, I'm trying to market my book. I need to start Instagram and TikTok. That's on my to-do for the month of January because I know that social media is the key to all of this. And then I have my other jobs, you know, that have to pay the bills. Um, sometimes I'm like, oh, I just need a break. Sometimes I'm like, all right, let's get back to work. But it is such a big process. I think maybe because I'm trying to make it more than just a book you know, with the singles t-shirts and the singles events, and I want to start a singles dating website. So it's kind of like a whole little family of things that are related to being single. It comes out almost like a, an enterprise of, of the yes. book. It becomes an enterprise. So it's, that's actually a yes. great way to do it and build it, build that momentum through the book into the other portions of it while also showing people that you were vulnerable by telling your story of your dating and helping them along the way when they see those same encounters. Exactly. So you said you design, you design the shirts yourself or you have someone help you with that? Yeah, I took the cover of my book and put it on the front and on the back. I did like funny acronyms. Like um, one is um, help SOS sick of singlehood. <laughs> one is you can you write the word single down the left side and it's your kind of profile. So single S for me was sassy. I was like independent and was never a dull moment. So they're all really personalized. I haven't sold any yet. I haven't really put much work into that, but everyone always hides behind their internet profile. And I thought it'd be so cool if you could wear your profile out and about and maybe somebody sees something on the back of your shirt that they relate to and try to help people meet more organically because we just don't meet that way anymore. Oh, exactly. And uh, I mean, through your trials and tribulations, you went from the early days going out to maybe a bar or a bowling alley or a movie theater and finding someone to now where it's either you go to X dating site and do things. Which one did you find more appeasing as you were going through it? All of them suck. I mean, it's just like, so. you know, I have a Facebook group called Dating What the F and everyone complains about the same thing about the dating sites. They're sick of them. A lot of the profiles are fake. People lie. Um, when I did research for my book, I did encounter a statistic that 60% of Internet dating profiles are of people who are already in a relationship. So they're already married or with somebody, and that's a very high percentage. Uh, one in 10 profiles are fake. Um, another thing that people aren't aware of is that like on dating sites, a lot of profiles are inactive. So you could be reaching out to 10 inactive profiles and wondering why you're never getting a response back. A lot of the dating sites don't take down profiles that you know people decide they don't wanna do it anymore. So those profiles are still up. Um, 
And mostly it's just people are upset that people don't look like their picture. They're being catfished. People are lying about their, you know, marital status. Um, so it's the same. And pe- somebody's, you know, the, and then people also have the opinion, never do a free site, only do the ones you pay for because people who are more serious will pay. And that's a bunch of bullshit. Um, it's not. There's catfishers, scammers everywhere. There's people who will pay for sex. I mean, it's not, I I started dating somebody, well, not just, but I've been dating somebody for about a year. Oh, it will be two years in July, but I met him on Plenty of Fish, which is a free dating site that a lot of people think is a hookup site. <laughs> and it's going so, too strong now, so that's good. Well, not, not quite yet, but yes, we'll see. Um, so you never know, like there, there. I, I don't think dating is black and white. It's so gray and there's no, I mean, I've tried the expensive ones like Match and eHarmony and it led me to nothing. Yeah, so there was no, so, bag, there was no pot of gold at the end of the no, there. <laughs> no. So in your travel, your three years of traveling in RV, that's got to be an awesome thing. You hit a lot of states. What was your favorite state or what was your favorite thing to do while traveling? Um, so I'm from Mass. My first stop was the seacoast of Maine, and I wanted to stay close to home because I had no experience in an RV. And then after that, in the winter of 2016, I came down to Naples, Marco Island, Southwest Florida, and I was working at a KOA campground and as a rec director, and I just like fell in love with the area. I love the water. Like I just couldn't get enough of the beaches, the weather, the palm trees, the dolphins, the manatee. So anyways, I left there. I then went on to Nashville for like a month, drove all the way up to the coast of Lake Michigan, came back to Southwest Florida. Then I went over to um, Corpus Christi. It's uh, on Mustang Island, Port Aransas, Texas, which is like on the, on the other side of the Gulf, right on the water. Um, then I went to New Mexico, which I hated. Oh, it was a horrible experience. Um, then to San Antonio, Texas, which I really loved. And then I went up to the Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. So that was the summer of 2019. I was up in the Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming, and I just decided I'm done with this. I just can't do it. There were so many great parts, bad parts, good bosses, bad bosses, great jobs, shitty jobs. I've met some great people that I'm still in contact with, but I was like, that's it. I'm coming off the road. And I had always loved Southwest Florida. So I decided to come down here um, and make this my residence. So I do get the itch to travel again now and then. Um, there's so much to see in the U S and I mean, I couldn't really go at my own pace. I had to take the seasonal jobs like four to four to six months seasonal jobs. Um, but there's so much more I would love to see. So I might get back to it. It it is a lot of work on your own, all the driving, all the RV maintenance. Um, but it was also very, very rewarding and I'm really proud of myself for doing it. And you got to see a lot of a lot of the country that people will not see. A lot of people stay just in there on their block, really. Yes. yes. Do not go much further than that neighborhood. You got to pretty much go everywhere but the upper West Coast. So that'd probably be your next adventure to hit the West Coast and see the the reds and all that. So that'd be good. Mm -hmm. 
I would love that. And I also have never seen uh, the Grand Canyon. I've never been to Niagara Falls. I would love, like you said, to go to California. And then the seacoasts of um, Oregon and Washington are supposed to be gorgeous. But then I also wanted to go down the East Coast to like the Carolinas and then the shore of Alabama. Um, And then I would love to see Mount Rushmore. So there's just so much to see in the U.S. that, you know, you don't even have to leave the country. Right. And like you said, like you drove it, you can drive the whole thing if you have the time and the patience yeah. to do the whole thing. And it'll right. take some time, but you'll have fun. But uh, like you just also said, driving an RV by yourself, uh, a drive alone one, there's maintenance involved. And then you also pulling your vehicle behind it, which also yeah. maintenance as well. You have your animals with you. So it's a it's a whole it's a whole chore to do all that by yourself. Uh, I know I can't believe I did it sometimes, and I I should write a book about it. Well, I started writing a book about it, but I have so many ridiculous stories about my RV <laughs> and all the dumbass things that happened. And I mean, now if I did it again, I know so much more about it. You know what to look for when buying an RV and um, things to do. And but yeah. I, I can't even believe I did it sometimes. And I mean, so many people are like, oh, I want to do it, but I don't have the courage. I would never want to do it alone or I want to wait till I retire. I'm like, just do it. <laughs> you know, you could miss the opportunity. It may never come again. So. Yeah. When I, when I hear RV, I always think of Robin Williams in the movie RV and all the problems he had with his RV, even uh-huh. dropping it into a lake one time. So, I mean, a lot of things can go wrong with an RV and, Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like cousin Eddie on the uh, national lampoons Christmas vacation. So yeah, there were times I felt like my RV was like his, but it was a 31 foot. So it was pretty big and it had a slide out and then I towed my car. So that was a big, a big rig to have on the uh, highway when you've never done anything like that before. Wow. Yeah. That's a big, that's a big haul right there. That's a a bus. Yeah, it is. It was really cool, though. So I'm I'm very proud of myself. I'm happy I did it. And I definitely know I'll do it again at some point. That's awesome. You still have the courage to get back out on the road and and take your your pup and your kitten with your cat with you and have a good time on the road. And I'm sure you get some some peace and serenity with just the three of you in the vehicle or four of you at that time. Yeah. Yeah. So it had to be fun. It so was. You, you said you have your. Uh, you're starting your own singles uh, website. Is that going to be called dating? What the fuck is well, or is it? I should name? call it that. No, um, <laughs> it's going to be called relationship ready singles. I'm just starting to work on it, but my goal is to have a website where the people are vetted. And so, you know, they are real and their background checks are done and you have a live zoom call with them. So, you know, that they match their pictures Um, and that they have proof that they say they are who they are and they are truly divorced and there's nothing like it out there. There's a lot involved. Um, I've just started working on it, but I feel like it's desperately needed. Obviously it's going to cost more than an average dating site, but that, you know, I'm trying to get rid of the biggest complaints people have about it. So I have the logo and the web, you know, the domain, and I'm working with somebody else on it. And I've been thinking about it for quite a long time, but I've been trying to just focus on the book and getting the word out about that. But now I really need to start focusing on the website. I think once your your book starts the momentum going and the, the shirts catch on and start selling, 
the book, the next phase will be the website and that yeah. website will just be off of that off the book website right now. And uh, yes. you, you can have the, the link go right through. So people buy the book, go on there, join the web, the dating site, and then use the lessons learned from you to have a better life uh, on their dating profile. I hope so. I mean, I do, um, do have done myself and then with a couple other of the podcast hosts, like there was one I worked with who was, is a clinical psychologist and I'm working with him. And then there was one of Dr. of erotica, but, um, we've done some dating forums. I've done some dating round tables in person. And I just think people, and then the Facebook group is great. I have like 1.1 thousand members and it's just great for people to vent ask questions talk people just are looking for some insight information advice they want to commiserate they want to vent um so i i do like the open conversation of like a, a dating forum or a dating round table so we've done some of those in person and on zoom and then we're doing another one in february awesome so with all of your knowledge and up into your pitfalls and trials and tribulations of dating, what advice would you give to a single now who's out there in, in the field trying to find that date? I think the biggest thing would be um, know yourself and what you deserve and what you're looking for. Um, you also have to know yourself enough to determine if you truly are ready to be dating, what level you're at. Are you ready to casually date? Are you ready to date, you know, more seriously? Are you ready to be in a relationship? Are you ready to get married? A lot of people have too much baggage or issues they haven't cleaned up and they're out there dating and they're really not ready to date. And then that baggage or uncleaned up stuff affects their relationship and they end up hurting somebody. Um, but if you are like my, I don't, really have I mean because I'm single never married no kids I don't really have issues or baggage that's related to that I mean it could be something else but I know when I was dating before I met my boyfriend I was strictly relationship ready and I, I knew it that's what I wanted and I communicated that very clearly so that's what you need to do is stand up for what you want be very clear as to what you want and when you're out on a first date while you're conversing or even before you are and you're, you know, conversing over the internet, you can clearly state, I am strictly looking for a relationship. What are you? Or I'm only looking for casual dating. What are you looking for? So the both people are on the same page. And that, that really helps to be on the same sheet of music. So if yes. one's looking for the long term and one's looking for just that night, it's yes. time to ask for the check and leave at that point. Uh -huh. For one of you, yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. People don't communicate. People are afraid to be upfront with what they want. And then a lot of people lie or a lot of people aren't aware of when they don't even know what they want. So. Or to keep looking at the same profile person and realizing that not realizing that it's the bad choice that they're making every time. Yes. The same basic yes. person just changed the picture. Exactly. Yeah. So how does someone get in contact with you to have you either talk to them about dating or come on their show? So I have a website. It's datingwhatthefuck.com. <laughs> it's literally that, datingwhatthefuck.com. You can reach me um, at info at datingwhatthefuck.com. 
So if you go on the website, um, there's all information about me, uh, link to buy the book. You can buy the t-shirt on the website. There's some fun dating relationship and sex trivia on there. There's a link about the Relationship Ready Singles website that is coming. So if you are interested, you can reach out to me so I can, you know, add you to the email list for when it's ready. Um, but the website has a lot of cool things on it videos of all the podcasts I've done. Um, but it, it, once again, it's datingwhatthefuck.com or you can reach me at info at datingwhatthefuck.com. Awesome. Uh, Lori, thanks for spending some of your time with us here on the Misfit Nation. And I wish you success in your launch of your dating website, along oh, with continued you. success with your book, Dating What the Fuck. Thank you. It has been fun. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. No problem. Have a good night. You too.